1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
0: Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at care.com.
1: Everything's getting more expensive these days, gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just three ninety nine dollars per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit live slash best music to get Live One Plus now.
2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at
3: CBGAirport.com. Let's get right into it. Okay. It's Woo. probably one of my favorite shows of the year. It's always the day after Bosom Ball. Yeah. Because it's Friday.
2: That's one. Yeah.
3: And I know we're going to blow out of here at like 10.01. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
3: it's going to be no. a relatively easy day.
2: And and you know that it's you're going to get a nap. Yeah,
0: definitely
3: going to get a nap. It's going to happen. Fritchie's bringing food in.
2: Yes, we're having
0: uh, Covington Chili is stopping by. Tara is one of our listeners, and she was like, can I bring you guys something to eat? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. how about
2: Friday after Bosom ball <laughs> Sounds perfect for time.
0: Well, I don't know. She said they open at 7.30, okay. so I'm hoping they get here around 8.30-ish. But mm-hmm. um, And I have to get the details, but they're celebrating like 80 years or 60 years or oh, something wow. of being in Covington. Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. huge. Yeah, that's I'll have cool. to find
2: out.
3: And of course, I'm kind of coming off the high from all the love from last night.
2: I know, aren't our listeners the best? Yes, yeah, they really are. It was
3: so great. I was just everybody.
0: telling Tim like everybody was so crazy fun. Mm-hmm.
3: It's was it was a little like, rowdier than previous yeah. years.
0: everybody was so amped. It was like woo. What
3: was weird about last night though was, as we were walking out on stage for the first time, it felt really light to me. Mm-hmm. When, but I knew the ticket sales were. Good. Yeah. So I, I didn't quite but just I turn around and by the time like we had walked through the front to get around the back to go to the stage, then we came out all of a sudden it just swelled up. Everyone was at the bar. That yeah. must that must have been it. And uh and then of course as the night wore on, it just we got so many people, uh so many walk ins too That's that uh, we packed them in. So just such a fun night and we were they're obviously to raise money in the fight against breast cancer for the American Cancer Society and Susan G. Komen. I don't have any numbers for you yet, guys. Um, well,
2: well, we won't be able to have final numbers because the
3: auction's still open. Right. So, so here's what's unique about this year is the Q102 bosom ball auction is going on today. The bidding doesn't start to close until 8 p.m. Oh, wow. All day. Right. And there's a ton of super cool items on there. Everything from the VIP Diamond Concert Package for Pink in Louisville to the Flyaway to New York to see Harry Styles. Autographed guitars from Fitz in the Tantrums to James Bay, Bruno Mars, Ed <laughs> he Sheeran. He always brings
2: up that Fitz in the Tantrums one first.
3: Autographed <laughs> items from other artists. Home furnishings even. Jewelry. Jen's Versus bags. You can win Jen's bags. Three
2: handbags on there. Barely used.
3: Yeah, so, so. so get Wonder on there. still
2: got the tags on it.
3: The online auction is online at wkrq.com. Now there's um, there's a bunch of photos we're going to share, too. Uh, if they're not already up on the website and on our social media pages, Jeff and Jen Facebook page, we'll get to all that here in a little bit. Plus, first E! News of the day, Emilio Estevez. Also, Quentin Tarantino. And Netflix, Sean Penn. Lots to get you started. First, let's begin this hour's E! News with a guy that I saw in the Blink Parade. We were... Did you? Yeah, so we were walking down Vicer. We had just started. We hadn't gone like a block or two. And I heard someone shout my name, and I turned, and it was a friend of mine. Standing right next to her was Emilio Estevez. Oh,
2: my God, that's hilarious. Is it the friend I'm thinking of? Yes. Okay. It was funny, though, because I was like,
1: He's a lot, and
0: not to be like insulting, but a lot shorter than I thought he would be. He's like, you know... They always
3: are. Yeah, yeah but I, he had
0: this really fun hat on.
3: Well, and here's here's the thing that Emilio's got going on for him, is he still looks the same age as he did yeah, when he was in St. Elmo's Fire years ago. So
2: good looking. And that's rotten, because I know I saw her too, but I didn't see Emilio standing next to her. Oh, yeah. So, He's wow. Bummer. We're well, a big hat. <laughs> this is really cool. Emilio Estevez is the most profitable top-billed male actor in Hollywood. Mighty
3: Ducks.
2: (laughs) Wait. That was a great movie. Say that again? The most profitable top-billed male actor in Hollywood. Wow. What's that mean? They looked at box office data going back 37 years. They went back to nineteen eighty. And then they determined which actors provided the best return for the money spent on their movies. In order to qualify, an actor had to have starred in at least 10 films. So the site says that for every dollar spent on Emilio's movies, they generated $6.70 at the box office, which was enough to
3: rank him number one. Okay, so he's not the highest grossing actor in Hollywood. It's for How much bang are you getting for your buck? Right. So he generates the most profit, basically.
2: Right. That's crazy. Right. I mean, well, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a lot of it has to do with his movies, too, in the 80s. I yeah, mean, think men about Men at it, Work. That was awesome. You're so bad. Breakfast Club, Club, St. Elmo's Fire. (laughs) The Mighty Ducks. Young Guns, right? (gasps) Young Guns. What Uh a good movie. I know, right? So, Emilio Estevez. Jean-Claude Van Damme is number two. (laughs) $4.20 in per dollar. Rest of the Top Ten. Mel Gibson, Tyler Perry, Dudley Moore. Ice Cube, Richard Gear. Bill Murray, Nicolas Cage, and Chuck Norris.
0: Would you guys consider Emilio Estevez like a local? I mean, because I kind of feel like he lives here now sometimes.
3: I consider him a local now.
2: Sure, if you're I, running into him at Blink
0: for
3: Yeah, and people, uh, I know a few other people that have run into him that have taken selfies with him. Yeah. So. And I know he's a big fan of the area, and I think he and his family originally from Dayton, so...
2: And this is funny, the least profitable actors, Brad Pitt's number one. Is that right? Ten cents for every dollar
3: spent. Because it's so expensive to hire guys like him,
2: Well, and the films that they do, I mean, are are big budget. Johnny Depp, Robert De Niro, Hugh Jackman, and Anthony
3: Hopkins. All right, switching gears here and talking about another, the darker side of Hollywood. If nothing else, Quentin Tarantino will get points for honesty on this one. He finally spoke out yesterday about the Harvey Weinstein situation, and he did not let himself off the hook. He said, I knew enough to do more than I did. There was more to it than just the normal rumors, the normal gossip. It wasn't secondhand. I knew he did a couple of these things. I wish I had taken responsibility for what I heard. If I had done the work I should have done then. I I would have had to have not worked with him. When Quentin was dating Mira Sorvino, she told him of her own creepy encounter with Harvey. He also knew that Rose McGowan had reached a settlement with him. And he had heard other stories over the years. He said, what I did was marginalize these incidents. And anything I now say will sound like a crappy excuse. He said, everyone who was close to Harvey... Every, everyone who was close to Harvey had heard of at least one of those incidents. It was impossible that they didn't. So the whole point of Quentin Tarantino saying what he's saying here is he wants other guys to put it on the line like he is. He says, I'm calling, I'm calling on the other guys who knew more to not be scared. Don't just give out statements. Acknowledge that there was something rotten in Denmark vowed to do better by our sisters. Mm-hmm. The Weinsteins have financed, by the way, all of Quentin Tarantino's movies. So he was asked if this situation will change how people feel about his body of work. And he said, I don't know. I hope it doesn't. But since we're talking about Harvey Weinstein, we should know the LAPD is now investigating Harvey Weinstein for rape. Uh, Lapita Nyong'o says that Harvey once tried his garbage on her. And Harvey is reportedly being uh, very difficult in sex rehab. Oh, I bet. According to reports. I
2: bet. All so right.
3: that's the latest on that front. Now, do
2: you remember El Chapo? Yes. yes of course. Kay. Mexican drug lord. He was recaptured shortly after he met with Sean Penn and, a- and actress Kate De- Del Castillo for a Rolling Stone interview. Well, there's a Netflix documentary out today called The Day I Met El Chapo, the Kate Del Castillo story. And supposedly some of the people interviewed say that Sean tried to rat out El Chapo by revealing his whereabouts to U.S. authorities. So a mere 12 hours after the interview, Mexican police raided the site where it took place, but El Chapo had already left. They caught him three months later. And Sean is reportedly worried that if El Chapo's people think Sean tried to get him captured, he and his family could become targets. Mm. So Sean's team has been trying to get the documentary delayed or at least edited. So Sean's rep is saying the notion that Mr. Penner, anyone on his behalf, alerted the Department of Justice to the trip is a complete fabrication and a bold faced lie. It never happened, nor would there have been any reason for it to have happened. Mm. But you got to know, you start messing around. I don't think I'd go anywhere near El Chapo. Right. Just like I don't think I'd be going over to... You know, hang out with the dude in Korea.
3: Kipped He's the- saying I guess he was a, an unwitting participant in the whole capture, capture that led up. Of it. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q one oh two Jeff and Jen
2: Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
1: As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit.